Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you with Oilers Now, live from the Saddle Dome in Calgary. Oilers Now brought to you by our friends of World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. You can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 7804960063. Get the new floors you always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. We are going to head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hot. Line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. The River Cree Resort and Casino excitement. Bet on it as we hook up with Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque for GCL Diesel, providing service, genuine diesel parts, and turbochargers at great prices for over fifty years. Visit GCLDiesel.com. Hello, Louis. How you doing? Hey, Bob. Doing well. How are uh, you doing? How's how's the saddle going? Uh, well, considering I've been in it for all of uh, let's see, we got here at uh, four. 52. Uh, so I've been in it now for 14 minutes. So look, you know what? It looks a little tired, to be honest with you. It's it's one of the older <laughs> buildings what? in the league. They need a new building here, and apparently uh, uh, Danielle Smith's going to give them $300 million to help go get that built. So that's a good thing, because that means, obviously, we're going to get $300 million downtown Edmonton as well to help out. So there you go. How's well, that? you know what? Uh, it's still one of those buildings for me, the fact that it's one of the few, well, the only one really remaining from when I first jumped into the league in that regard. Uh, being the original uh, building that I played in, all the new buildings in the National Hockey League now, it still has that feel, that old kind of barn, um, which makes it kind of special to me still. But, uh, yeah, no question. It would be great to get a new building in Calgary. It's going to happen. It will happen. And uh, they deserve it. All right. So uh, let's do this, Louis. Uh, you know, a very different – and I'm going to – I know Brendan's already addressed the lineup, but the orders are going to roll – None of their top six forwards are going to play. Uh, it's going to be Peterson with Fogel and Derek Ryan, Malone with Holloway and Lavoie, Hamlin with Kajula and Borgo, McCaig with Savoy and Griffith. And I think in particular, we are going to be looking at uh, Raphael Lavoie along with Xavier Borgo and Dylan Holloway. Uh, you know, Holloway, the 14th overall pick in 20, Borgo, the 22nd overall pick in 21, and Lavoie, the 38th pick overall in 2019. Those are sort of the guys I think that we're hoping to see some offensive generation. Uh, from all three of those guys. I think we both have Holloway on the team, Louie, but how important is it for guys like Rafael Lavoie and Xavier Borgo to put their best foot forward here against a very good Calgary team that's expected to dress minimum 13 of their regulars for the upcoming season? Yeah, it looks like they're going to go a heavy veteran squad, and rightfully so. But I think in these situations, Bob, when you have a young team that's going up against a veteran team, it's an opportunity to shine. It's an opportunity to show that you can separate yourself from the group. And I think that's the attitude that LeBlanc, Borgot, Holloway, um, anybody in that position right now that's trying to make a name for themselves and trying to separate themselves from the pack and show the coaching staff and the management group that they deserve a chance to maybe start with the Evans Oilers, there's not a whole lot of spots. There's no question about that. I know Ernie, Suter, um, Sutter, sorry, are on, uh, on PTOs and, and we'll see where those go. But uh, for Lane Peterson as well, it's, it's an important game for him stepping in there, showing that he can separate from the group as well against a veteran squad. It's not another rookie squad that's coming out there of guys that potentially aren't going to make the Calgary Flames. There's a lot of guys that 100% are going to be there. And it's going to be a tough night tonight. But you have to buckle down, similar to what Vancouver, I thought, did to Edmonton the other night. They came in, played a stingy game. Edmonton limited to very minimal shots, except with the exception of the third period. 
But Vancouver played a tight game. They they came in there. They played a structured tight game where um, they knew they were up against more of a powerhouse of a lineup. And I think it'll be the same for Edmonton tonight in Calgary. They got it. They have to go in there and make sure that they're paying attention to detail and and look at it as a challenge. And I wouldn't look at it as oh here we go we're going up against a veteran team. I've been in these games. You know over the course of my career when I would play exhibition games, sometimes you just get up against a very veteran squad. And you know what? You put your best foot forward, go out there and show what you can do, and that's what a few guys are trying to do tonight. We're joined by Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel. Bob Stoffer joining you along with Brendan S. Scott, Derek Scott. This is Oilers Now, live from the Saddledome. Reed Wilkins coming up with a City Ford face-off show at 535. For the Flames, Lindholm with Huberto and Sharon Govich. Cadre with Dubé and Coronado. Uh, Backland, who's just named a captain, signed in a two-year extension, two years at $4.5 million with Blake Coleman and Walker Dewar. Coronado and Dewar, we're told, are going to make this team. Hannafin and Anderson on defense. Osterley, the former Oiler, with Tanev. And then Poirier with uh, Solovayev, uh, who I think I mispronounced his name 18 times last season. Dan Vladar starts in goal. And speaking of starting in goal, Jack Campbell for the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. He did go 21-9-4 last year, but he only had an 80-80 save percentage, a career 9-10. He needs a bounce-back campaign, Louis, doesn't he? No question, and I think he said the same thing. He understands it. I think it's heads in a good space right now. He's put the work in. He's coming to camp. He's getting his opportunity here to start, you know, building on his work that he's done in the off season. And yeah, no question, he wants to come in and, and solidify that position and and fight with Stuart Skinner for the starting role. I think ideal you have both guys going and playing well. That's a great situation to have. You can use both guys. You don't have to overtax any of them. And I think that's what they would like to have happen. But for for Jack Campbell, he's got to come in and show that he can do it. He's got to come in and prove that he can do it. And um, I think you, you look around the league, and a lot of times when guys come into a different organization for that first year, there's a little bit of an adjustment, a little bit of a switch, different place, different building, different players in front of you, especially in the goaltending position. I look at you know Allmark in uh, in Boston winning the Vesna last year. His first year wasn't the greatest necessarily, but he turned it around. That team played well in front of him, and he made the saves when he needed to, ended up winning the Vesna. So, I think Jack Campbell's looking for a similar situation where he feels more comfortable, he comes in more ready, and this will be a good test for him against the veterans squad. All right, I want to ask you about a specific player that's going to play tonight, Warren Fogle. Ironically yeah. enough, he played in this preseason game last year against Calgary. Calgary had an uber-tough lineup dressed. I felt they took some liberties on the Oilers in that game. Now, we should mention that Gallant is down already. He's been assigned to the American Hockey League. So is Mitch McLean. You remember him running around in preseason last year. <laughs> scrappy, against the yep. Scrappy guy. Klapka's not going to play tonight. Uh, another big, rangy, hard-nosed, tough guy. Like, they had a lot of toughness. They don't have quite the same. Walker Dewar, the baggage smasher, was running around, too. They don't have Zadorov going, but you know, I, I, it's interesting with Fogle because to me, he's a swing guy for the Oilers. He's at two point seven five cap hit. If they need something, he very well, you know, he's got twelve and thirteen goals, Louis, the last two years. That's hard to do when you don't play on the power play, you know, to get double digit goals. Uh, he's playing for, he's playing for a contract, but if it if it's a quiet year from him, it's not going to be a quiet trade deadline. That's my guess. Your thoughts? Boy. And, you know, I think more emphasis is put on him because of his price tag in the bottom six, too. You know, that 2.75. It's the only reason we talked about him. I know we talked about him as being one of the players 
um, at the start of the offseason that potentially could be moved because of that contract. When you're trying to free up space and you start to become a contender like Evans it is and challenge every year and people look at them as a team that if they get on the right roll at the right time, they can do do damage, which we've seen. They went to the conference final two years ago, lost to the Stanley Cup champions last year. So here's the thing. I will tell you that in the bottom six, and you and I have had this discussion at length many times, I don't think they're gritty enough. That's personally what I believe. I think that when you look at their bottom six, um, it's not the type of bottom six that can go out there and necessarily change momentum with physicality the way it is right now. But you know, why? that's the reason why Adam Ernie gets a, a professional tryout and comes in, and I think he's looked okay. I think he's done what he what, what he is going to do. He's a, he's a pretty big, solid kid that's not afraid to finish the check. He's in the lane, in the lane sorry, blocking shots. Like, he's he's going to play that type of a game. Um, Brandon Sutter, lanky, rangy, not necessarily an overly physical guy, but a mature veteran guy that can weather storms. He can go in there. He, you're not going to push him around. Um, which, you know, Matthias Yanmark is you a little bit of that. Fogel's another guy, though, they're going to depend on to be that physical element. Now, I know it's not necessarily, you know, his resume saying that he's he's that big physical guy, but he has the ability to. He's a big human being. He can skate. He can get there. He can finish checks. And I think that's all that anybody's asking him to do. And if he does that, he's not going to have any problems. Um, when he starts to turn away from checks, starts to swing, looking for stick checks, that's when he's probably going to get looked at in a different way and say, hey, you have to play a certain way in order to give that energy in the bottom six and potentially maybe get a jump up into the top six if there's injuries. Uh, because I think he also has that capability. He did it in Carolina, certainly, when he played with Svechnikov and Ajo. So there's no question he's played with better players in his career. He's capable of doing that. This is a deeper team, though, now with Connor Brown coming on board. That top six for me is set in stone. Like, it's not even – sorry, you're not budging into that. Um, unless it really goes wrong at the start of the year and Jay Woodcroft feels like he has to shuffle some things around. But for Warren, I think that's kind of one of the things for him. He needs to learn how to be this player, and that's a change when it's not necessarily uh, – doesn't come natural to you to play that way. It, it, it takes motivation. It takes you psyching yourself up every night, going out there and just being ready to be physical and take uh, the reins when you can. So I think he's going to be a veteran player out there in this game. So I think this should be a comfortable game for him where he goes out there understanding he's a veteran guy here, go out there, be a physical player, you know, win your battles in the corners, and he won't have any problem because when he's doing, doing that, that, he gets, he gets a, lot a lot of chance. chance. Kulak, 6'2", CC 6'4", Peter, 6'4", Dayarday, 6'7", Niemalainen, 6'5", Kemp, 6'3". And I know that Jack and you were talking a bit about Niemalainen and Kemp the other night. The guy I want to just, it's an interesting story. The Oilers have roughly 40 players left in training camp, okay, or in preseason on their roster. The only one that does not have either an NHL contract or a PTO is Alex Peters. Last year, Louie, he had eight goals, 19 points in 49 games in Bakersfield and was plus 11. He is six foot four and 220 pounds. He fought uh, the Gallant that plays for the uh, Wranglers. Hard-nosed, tough fighter. He also uh, took care of business against Adam Klapka last year. This is, to me, this is interesting that a guy like that's playing four games into preseason and he doesn't have an NHL deal, Louie. Well, well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, a, that's, good, that's a good sign, though, isn't it? Isn't it? And, and I think, I think that's, that's what it's all about. about. This, we, we just, just talked talk about the fact, fact that maybe they're not going to have that grit in their bottom six necessarily, but they'll have a real risk physical defense. And, and I think if you look at guys that are remaining behind, Peters, Dayharnay, Nurse, Nurse at, at home. home. I mean, the list goes on. That's a big back end. 
That's a, that's a big defense core that can play a certain way. You have to have it somewhere. And I'm not saying they don't have it throughout their lineup. They certainly do. Darnell's always going to be one of those guys. He was he was physical the other night when he thought, you know, some guys were taking some liberties on dry side. He stepped up. Neva Lyman is also in the organization. DeHarnay. Um, Evander Kane's another guy that steps up. Dreisaitl himself can handle himself in any situation. So I'm just saying that from your prototypical bottom six, there's usually a little bit of meat and muscle in that bottom six that kind of secures that for you. It's one of the things that I've noticed going into camp that they're probably going to be lacking a little bit of. So maybe they're going to try and add a little bit more on the back end for a guy like Peters is an opportunity to show again. I mean, Phil Kemp, too, is another guy for me. Bob, you and I talked about him. I, uh, I think there's, there's an upside there. I, I think he's a guy that does things solid. I think he does things well. And, you know, down the road, I, I don't see any reason why he can't get an opportunity, too. Well, I still think it's part of the game, Louie. It looked no better than what happened with Vegas. Hayden Hodson, who you know you and me talked about two years ago as being a guy maybe Everton should target. And uh, Hayden Hodson absolutely crushed Mark Stone with a hit. And what was the response of the Vegas Golden Knights? Entire team dogpiled them. And, you know, uh, that is part of Vegas's identity. I think you would agree on that. Well, look at the Stanley Cup champions in the last few years. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning went out and got tougher and bigger and stronger and won two Stanley Cups and went to a third final. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean it's, not, it's not a secret. When we get to playoff hockey, it's a grind. And every single player will test to it. I know Leon Dreisaitl mentioned it in his conversation with Jeff Merrick and Elliot Friedman on 32 Thoughts. It's a different animal in the playoffs. They know that. They want to hit the playoffs peaking. They want to hit the playoffs healthy. And the way you do that through the regular season is having the players that can play that way and take some of the pressure off a player like Evander Kane. Take a little bit of the pressure off Leon Dreisaitl having to answer the bell himself all the time and go out there and be that chippy guy, which, don't get me wrong, I think it gets Leon into the game, too. I mean, I mean, anytime you see Leon swinging a stick the way he was early on there, I think that, you know, you can just tell he's agitating. For whatever reason, I always feel it brings the best out in his game. I think there's some times, obviously, that he'd like to have back where he maybe was a little undisciplined. But I, I just think he's a little bit like a Ginlan that way. I know Jerome Ginlan was a player that when he wasn't playing well or he wasn't feeling it or he just wasn't getting things done, he would go out there and just, you know, he'd try and get in a fight. And it wasn't because he was, you know, thinking I'm the toughest guy in the world. He knew that he needed to get himself into that situation. He knew that he needed to get himself mentally and physically into the game somehow because things weren't going well. I think Leon has some of that in him. So you have to give him a little bit of that because that's how he gets himself into the game. In that first period also, I, I saw Connor McDavid running around, and we saw some of that. Um, later in the year in the playoffs where those two guys especially sometimes had to be the catalyst for changing the, the complexion of the game with their physicality. And I know that sounds crazy to say, but both of them are, are, are veteran players now that understand that people will follow them. And I think with being a leader, that comes with that, and I think both of them understand that. Bottom line, Louie, are the Edmonton Oilers going to miss Clem Costin? Yeah, absolutely. I think they will. I think they wanted to get him signed. Obviously, it didn't happen, but... He was a player that you and I talked about a lot this summer. I think he brings he brings that dimension. He also brings the dimension where he drew penalties of the strength on the puck. So it'll be interesting to see how he does in Detroit. Um, but yeah, he was a guy that uh, you and I both liked, and he brought that element. So 
who's going to fill that hole? He was the toughest guy in the forward group. I mean, Evander Kane will probably have something to say about that. He'd probably say, hey, wait a second. But, I mean, listen, he was fighting the big boys. He was looked at to fight a little bit more, looked at to take care of business. And I think Clean did a wonderful job of doing that, by the way. Uh, not easy to do, and he never backed down from anybody. He was a little bit – he's an old-school type. He really is. But he could also play. That was the most important thing. He's a great skater, had a great wicked wrister that we saw score some big goals in the playoffs and down the stretch. Sad to see him go. I think he had a real following here in Edmonton. That's just the nature of the beast. That's business. But who's going to pick up that slack is the big question. Final one for you. So the team plays tonight. They fly back to Edmonton tonight. Tomorrow, fly into Vancouver. A little bit earlier flight tomorrow, by the way. Then they play the Canucks tomorrow night. And then afterwards, fly from Vancouver into Seattle. They'll have a team function on Sunday, sort of a team bonding thing. And then they got the Monday preseason game. And we're going to have a very different looking lineup tomorrow night than we got tonight. But just the thought of doing a little bit of bonding during preseason. I think it's great. I think anytime you can get the team together, it's it's, it's a good thing to do. And these guys like being around each other. You can tell it's a, a real tight-knit group, um, you know, led by their leaders and the older players in the team. I think, you know, Nugent Hopkins has always been one of those guys that – you know, he gets along with everybody. He really does. I just think it's it's a great element to have for a team. It's necessary. I think it has to be that way because the tighter you are as a team and the more you want to play hard for each other, the harder you will play for each other and the more you'll stick up for each other, which is an amazing quality to have for a team, and I think it's a necessary quality to have if you want to win. So I think any type of bonding is great. I think also going to the East early on, going to Nashville, going to Philadelphia, you know, getting a couple games – you know, right away on the road to kind of just settle in and and bond more as a team. I, I, I've always felt that that's, that's a good thing, and uh, it never hurts. Louie, great stuff. Thank you for making time for us tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sorry about that yesterday, bud. Getting, hey, still getting, getting used to the new time. You're not the only one. Thanks, my man. All right, all right. Take that care, is, care bud. That is Louis DeBrusque uh, making an appearance weekly here on Oilers Now for our friends at GCL Diesel. And speaking of GCL Diesel, they provide service, genuine diesel parts, and turbochargers at great prices. For over 50 years, visit GCLDiesel.com. And want to mention G Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. You can get their new Canadian club sandwich with chicken, ham, bacon, ranch, lettuce, and tomato. Royal Pizza, 14 locations in Edmonton to serve you at Royal Pizza, the staff record. Recommendations the Mediterranean chicken. When we come back this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Over 200 years worth of experience. It's James H. Brown, injury lawyers. It's just simple. They're the best. They do the best job to get you the best results. They bring you the injury report and not yet seeing preseason action, but expected to be there to start the regular season will be Matthias Ekholm as well as the fleet-footed one, Ryan McLeod. As we head into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, join the three-night Montreal roadie with a private suite. Uh, this is originally, this is how well it's gone. Originally, it was for 40 people in private suite. We've now secured another suite. Private suite, the Oilers and the Habs on a Saturday night. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. Brendan Escott's back in the 630 Chad Studios. What do you got, Brendan? Hello. Hello. Sorry, Sorry Bob. Bob. Oh, oh, hi. hi. I've got a me in there, too. There we go, Derek. Thank you. Uh, so, 2009, Rob Shrimp is uh, claimed off waivers by the New York Islanders after being selected 25th overall by Edmonton in 2004 out of that London Knights program following a 145-point season in junior he appeared in just seven games with the Oilers over three seasons, Bob never scoring a goal. 
Brendan, great job. Thanks for carrying the first hour. Uh, we will tell you that I will be live from Seattle with Oilers now on Monday. But in the meantime and in between time, we got a pair of games tonight in Calgary, Saturday night against the Vancouver Canucks. Up next, the City Ford Faceoff Show gets you set up. The Oilers and the Flames, 7 p.m. puck drop from the Saddledome. We will head off to a global news, weather, and traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Reed Wilkins.